we're uh, watching ourselves in a spaceship um, into unknown territory. Um, the spaceship is not necessarily isolated. You will find that because of what we're doing, people are going to show up, come in and out. There'll be like forces happening. And you'll, each of you individually, and this is really important, are going to have to um, detect and decide whether the forces that show up are um, augmentative, you know, that they facilitate furthering what your purpose is, what the goal is, or if they distract. You're going to have to make that distinction. Um, and don't make it from a position. Don't make it from a position like all influences are distractions, because frequently um, the influences that happen will be what you're looking for. So give them a little bit of slack time before you cut it. We're going to allow some things to happen in here that will be a certain amount of chaos because uh, we will be creating possibility for each other today, for ourselves and others today. And uh, possibility comes out of chaos, comes out of nothing, comes out of the unpredictable or the unexpected. And we, so we, we're actually inviting the unexpected and the chaos into this environment. So just be aware of that. So if you're like, if you're experiencing confusion, drop a little bit further and get in touch with the anger that's creating that, that's the source of that, and let the anger allow you to make distinctions to um, create possibility for yourself and others, create clarity and create possibility for yourself and others. So allow the anger to make the distinctions that create the clarity for yourself and there are two chambers that we'll be working in, and actually there's a third chamber. Um, the first chamber is the room that we're in now, which is the, the biggest and um, whatever, most dynamic kind of chamber, which is the place of possibility. It's actually the possibility room. Um, project um, development room. This is the project development um, in the next room over there where you see through the sliding glass doors is the project implementation room. So that's the do it room. That's where we like to make it happen. And then there's a, a little chamber off to the side there which is if you get to the point where you have to lay down and sleep for 10 minutes, then that's where you can do that. Um, I, I don't have the quote, but there's a, um, a quote about a short story I want to tell you about um, a Gurdjieff project, a Gurdjieff study group project that happened in Vermont or Maine or someplace over there in the Northeast. Uh, the project was a six month project, it was given to 10 people, and there was a piece of land. And on that land, they were to build a house. So this house was to be built by them alone. They could not hire other people to come in and do the work. So they had to do the work. The house had to be built only out of wood and glass. No metal. So they couldn't use nails, they couldn't use fasteners, they couldn't use concrete, they couldn't use any other materials besides wood and glass. The house had to be, they could go out and um, work to make money 
to uh, buy materials or to um, that they couldn't that they couldn't hire anybody to do it. Contractors they couldn't do it for, for anything. They they could have metal for plumbing for for water pipes and for electrical wiring, but not metal in the structure. Um, and we're not allowed to sleep more than two hours in any 24-hour period. They accomplished this project in less time than six months. And the house that they built, I haven't seen it, but the way it was described to me was this awesome ten room with offices. That was that was excuse me, that's a definition of things. Ten rooms with a big living room, a big kitchen, and an office and a meditation room. And each room overlooked some view. Every window was placed. It was artistically done. It was an incredible thing. And they did it. And what they discovered, one of the things they discovered was that by trying to sleep for two hours at a time, they weren't they weren't getting enough sleep. So what they learned to do was to lie down for about ten minutes and just totally relax for ten minutes at a time. And then that was it. And they do that as often, you know, up to two hours at a time, twenty four hours. So I'm just telling you this is what human beings are capable of doing. It's been done many, many times. Many people have done it. Many groups have done it. We are perfectly capable of stuff like that. So we're not going to... Like, this is not that project. This is not that project. The project is not to stay up. To stay, you know, it's not the project is to stay up. But the, but the project is to fool around with energy enough in your body to know how to use energy how to store energy, how to um, conserve energy, how to create energy, how to call forth and invoke energy, how to um, make distinctions in energy so that you have um, so that you have energy that works for you that you use, and energy that doesn't work for you you can banish. And um, while we're doing this work today, just pay attention to other things. I'd like to introduce to you, as you some of you already know, which is the woman and who is these two people don't know maybe a lot about them but I happen to know them somewhat and that both of them have um, uh, an immense capacity to um, create within the, within the context of the real world so that's a huge uh, distinction because some of us can create are really masterful creators but our creations have they don't function in the real world. And both uh, Anne and Bernard are, have a track record that is um, immense. Bernard is running a, uh, a contracting business, and Anne's uh, doing the finances of a big corporation. And both of them are dealing in millions of dollars on a daily basis and um, have an immense amount of capacity to create in that environment, in that domain. And um, they will be um, really the primary space holders in, in the place of possibility. My purpose here will be um, just a, a facilitator for any places that where things aren't flowing. I'm, gonna, I'm paying attention to energy. So if things are stuck, I'm going to throw stuff in and create stuff. I'm going to offer suggestions, I'll propose things, and I'll be also doing, we will all be doing our own work. So, also when Star Fuentes comes in about 4 o'clock, she 
to me to just creating possibilities for people. She isn't going to be asking for possibilities to be created for herself. She's just here to play and do it. So when we're in this room, the way it functions is if you stick up your hand and you say, I I want some possibilities created. I want I want some possibilities. And whoever is in here and who is available just says, just goes for it. And create possibilities. So we don't know what that would look like. You're welcome to use there's paper there, uh, some pens, we have some papers up on the wall. I'm actually just thinking maybe that double papers, thanks. I'm still scared that perhaps the pens will go through the wall and we don't want to do that. So just somehow be careful. We'll do a test, but then don't write on the wall. It's fine to turn that board around and put papers on the other side of that big board. It's okay to write on that board and we're trying to return that. Does anybody know if we're trying to return that? Well, we can simply take a piece of elbow and just change it. Okay, so writing on it would probably, well. Yeah. You mean write on the board? Don't write on the board, but it might go through the board. Yeah, that's that far. We also have a chalkboard here. Use a chalkboard, use a pen, use whatever. It's okay if you need to, like we'll be, there's a um, board to walk on. It's clear that whoever's asking for possibility is off center or doesn't know about centering or doesn't, like we'll put them on the board and we'll train them in centering. If people are looking at problems like a victim, pick them up against the wall and start throwing tennis balls at them. Now, if, if somebody has no idea about strategy, we'll stick them on Warcraft 2 and say, talk to me in a half hour, get to level 3 in a half hour, go. Or whatever, whatever's necessary to, to train and facilitate um, the next step for you. We are working with ourselves and we're working with um, all stages of. of manifestation of our destiny. We are working from the stage that, that people are already fully engaged in, in as their destiny in action. There's people in here are already fully engaged as their destiny in action. And there are people who are also at the place where they've just, for the first time recently, seen, had clarity about what their destiny is have not even committed yet. Like they're still at the place where it's just like, you know, they still know about the destiny. So that's like the complete range of that. Part of this is not just about you. Like a person's destiny is always about other people. It always creates something in the world. It's always some form of service. It always has to do with other people. That's the quality of destiny. That's how it is. So, um, so it's, this is not about you. Like even if you're at the place where you haven't accepted or committed to your destiny, even if you're at that place, it's still not about you. It isn't about it's about what you're able to create. What you're it's about your relationship to the world. I was talking with Cindy I think this morning on the way over here, and just about um, just talking. Um, about how when we regard the world as a victim, when we when we approach the world and 
go, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, I don't, I don't have enough energy, I don't have enough skill, I don't know how. Um, that, that, those are all strategies. And the truth is that this, that the way this universe, this universe, I'm not talking about the big universe, I'm talking about the, every creation is a universe. So the universe that we created, the universe that we're creating for ourselves is just one that's just clamped down. Just like we are, we are creating no possibility for ourselves. Therefore, we can't create any possibility for others. Therefore, um, that's the game we're playing. That's, that's our life. That's how it is. It is not the truth. That situation is not the truth. And since like, we just get identified with that identity or that universe, then we think, well, it's true. And the thing is, it's only true in that universe. It's only true in that creation. It's only true in that environment. And so, what we're learning about in Camp 2 is being able to shift universes, how to create and destroy a universe, how to shift from one universe to another without creating a new one. Um, that's, those are the kinds of things we're learning in Camp 2, how to shift identities, how to shift our relationship to that. So when, when we're identified with the universe that's clamped down and I don't have enough time, not enough money, energy, possibilities, then all you do is you just put up your hand and say, I want possibility. You have to be totally specific about what you want possibility about. The more specific you are, the more exact your response will be for each other. You'll be able to really respond to that. Um, we could go on talking about this for years. What I'd like to do is turn it over to Bernard and Anne and just say go. Some of the kind of us working together for the day. Okay. I'd like to add some more details about the room, about what we do today. So we will have two snacks brought in here so we don't go for that. And we will have dinner tonight. It's late. I think it's 7 o'clock. So we will 7.30. So we will walk over and have dinner as a group. Walk over, have dinner over there, and walk back in here as a group. We will go on for the whole night, and tomorrow morning we have to set up the room for meditation and we decide whether we take part or not. We sit. Oh, right, so I missed that one, sorry. So we sit tomorrow morning and tonight we decide whether we sit or not. Okay. He might come in this evening and sit. He's uncalled his mind. If in the project implementation portion of what we're doing, if it's necessary to start making phone calls or faxes, we have a physical phone line and offline.
when we do this in the future, we'll have a lot of more phone lines and telephone lines and just things. But it's just, I don't think we're going to get very far with that right now. I think I could be wrong. But I think that's no justification just in our bandwidth to have six phone lines, faxes, computers, and this is what we have. So it's different from what we're doing now. But we do have a phone available to us and we'll get to that part. Okay, thanks.
it's clear that by thinking we create what we have. So it's very easy for us to look in terms of now we speak about money. Uh, I want to speak about two issues, money and time, and time later on. So look at money. So look at what you have. Look what you got, what money does for you, and you know what you pay for yourself. Only anyone kind of is thinking now, well, but you know, it's not only my fault because really the government is not paying me enough, or my boss is not paying me enough, or things like that. If anyone, anyone got thoughts like that from you? So, yeah? Out of the universe. It takes it out of the universe. Okay, so I have something 
yesterday that Stella said that they were going to talk about this. Go ahead. See what's cool about cancel tortillas? You said cancel tomato? Yes, they work through space and time. So it doesn't matter how far away that thing is in space or time, like if it's years in the past, years in the future, you can still blow it. You can still, and, and it, will, it will disintegrate all the lines. See, when, when Star says something, like you're going to lose your job, she says that, that creates a possible future. It creates really a, a possible future. If you've read the book Dune by Frank Herbert, you'll understand what a possible future is. It's one that's why it's on, on the reading list. Um, but you can, if you destroy the source of the possible future, all the strings go away too. All the, all the connections and complex networks and everything is intertwined with it is totally gone. It takes that long, that long to destroy the core, and then everything else can just ripple effects. You don't. You can do it in Disneyland on the, on the uh, roller coaster ride. You got it? Good. I have a question now. No, I just wanted, I just wanted to be like, I wanted to have experience with my bubble being broken. Oh. <laughs> who, who wants to break the bubble? Lisa, go. Here's what you do. Just take a little ball of energy. Is your bubble up? Um, Is your bubble up? No, my bubble's not up. Well, tell me your bubble's up. I'm ready. Is your bubble up? Yeah. Great. Is your bubble still up? No. <laughs> you just put it back up right away. I'm, yes. I'm really like just barely like getting familiar with it. Good. That's what. That's all you have to do. Is you put it back up. Yes. Did it, did it just? Uh, did it just? No. It was like no. It was like that's all the time it takes. So that's the same thing as being killed and not dying. So the torpedo kills you, you really. And if you go like that, just like one of those video games, just like, like that. That's all the time it takes. Be killed and not die. This is a movie. Go ahead. Are you saying that that you don't recommend the practice of using the bubble to shield things off? You just let the bubble crash in. Is that like recommended as a way to The bubble off? will get destroyed occasionally by things like that. I don't recommend letting the bubble be crashed. I don't recommend using the bubble for shielding because that's a wall. I recommend you use the bubble for making distinctions. So it's a discerning bubble. It's a, a distinction bubble. Like you're protected because this is my space and that's not my space. That's a distinction. So this is my energy. That's not my energy. And it's a distinction. It's not a barrier or a wall. It's a. Do you understand the difference? It's a declared distinction barrier. So, environment it's like stuff is moving so fast and so big you can still have your bubble you pull it in this far or or like include everybody inside your bubble you know because it's not like that it isn't even people and it's archetypal right. energy and just like make it not a barrier make it not a wall make it not a wall make it a, a boundary not a wall it's a boundary so if anything goes 
campus about the torpedo thing? What's the distinction between something that you just want to like, blow out of the sky and something that, um, like, like the, the, this, the, myself and the Joshua, something yesterday that flipped us down? And my question is, is it valuable to be with them in terms of like, what, you know, like, being with them? Why am I good fighting this? Yeah, that's because you have other people's energy in space. You guys could have stars' energy in space, too. It's not, it's not for stars, but Okay, so, yeah, well, if you're hooked, hooking is having somebody else's energy in your space. That's different from having somebody say something that creates a possible future. Or, or for me, it's more like things that were said to me that, that like, kind of revealed a part of my unconscious. Well, then you'd be with it. Very valuable. Gold. Is that what I want to shoot? <laughs> <laughs> I flushed my bubble yesterday and I pulled me things. I didn't have time to blow around, so I was like, came down the cord and I was like sucking in gold. Well, great. Well, that was it. It's going through you. Yeah. So, Star's going to be in here. She's going to be throwing out stuff, blow it out of the water. The other thing is, like, I've got kids, sometimes when you go around your kids who don't know this stuff yet, um, you're responsible for doing that for your kids. So people come up with, oh, you're so cute. Or, I like this one better than this one. Or, like, you know, she's too tall. Or whatever the shit is. You just, like, blow this shit out of the water. It doesn't even get to the kids when the kids are just, you know. So if you don't do that for the kids, they get lopped over with all this unconscious slime shit. They feel it, like these things. So, like, if you got kids, you know, you're responsible for that. Like, you can also do that with other adults, but it's rescuing. So, but on the other hand, you can use it to invoke and create and destroy things that you want to, you know, in accordance with what you're creating. So, there's potential in all that. Do you put bubble in your kids, like, in the same bubble with them? Like, put their independent bubble? Independent bubble. Yeah. You know, like, the thing in space thing? Yeah. But it's the technology of holding space. It's not just over the balloon. No, no, no. I'm talking about when you put it in the space balloon. Uh -huh. It's almost like they feel like a child. Yeah, you feel like for them. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and then they, until they're 18 years old, you know, really you've got a bubble around them. That's part of your split attention. Like, I've got a bubble around my family when I was young. You know, for years I didn't do that. And, you know, we would get these weird, crank phone calls. You know, from sick, like, you know, all this shit would come in the phones from when I was out of the, out of town. And it was like my attention was not on my family. And so they were unprotected. And this creature entity, vampire thing would come in. So I, I, like, woke up about that when it was, you know, I just woke up about it. Just, oh, you know, I haven't been doing that. So now I do that. And it's no more prank phone calls. I was having different kind of resistance. Sorry? I was having a different kind of resistance. Yes, go. You may not be able to do it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Then I have what we just spoke about the bubbles and all that applies to the money game too. Because it's the same thing. And by, you know, by 
way we look at it, we just look at it if it's as if it's true. Because in our universe where we are in, we look at it and say, well, there is no other possibility. And I, you know, I'm in there and, and kind of use what is happening. And what I mean to say is that when we start thinking that, that we haven't taken on the responsibility, the whole, for our lives. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to, because, you know, by thinking, we were speaking about thinking, we even spoke it out. So, Clint was saying, before we start, you have the energy, and you create a possible future. You just created a possible future for you, just by saying this sentence. So, like, the universe is providing us with, with the gift, you know, anything, everything is available, and it's available for all of us. And by kind of saying, I'm not uh, able to do it, universe is saying, not, no. So you kind of create a possible future of it not happening. No. Why on the to do? I was in the universe of doing. And 
so the shift was kind of I got off it. I didn't do it anymore. And it's not about doing being, you know, to get the different. Instead of kind of like, all right, we get it, it's doing and being, so now we do being. It doesn't work. So I think really if we have, as you were saying this morning, our hidden purpose at the tip of our tongue all the time, I think by then there we create the possibility for ourselves in, in, in being. Because it depends really what kind of purpose everyone has. But definitely, I, I, I assume it has something to do with money as well. At least in my case, definitely it was. I think there's some reason because you know one ingredient of the dough I haven't spoken about was his commitment. And I think really that kind of you know going out of the head and going in the body, you know, for me it's commitment. And I think the commitment for me was a way of leaving the universe of doing versus the universe of of being. That's commit you know, being committed in the project or whatever it is. And, and, and go for it, and no matter what. And that leads automatically, in my opinion, the way I see it, into the universe of being. And so, you know, anyway. Yes? Today, tomorrow, tonight, you're going to stand here and you're going to watch somebody shift from doing you. And you're going you're gonna to watch that happen. And then they're going to all of a sudden be able to for themselves and others. It's going to happen. And you're going to be standing there going, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And that's part of this experience. It's not a comfortable part of the experience. Because all the whole machine goes, oh, that's stupid. Or, I'll never get it. Or me. Shift from one to the other, like 
hear your story, you know, whether it's now or at some point, to give us the reference point for the for for having that you've been there. Because for me it helps a lot when I get that you actually were in scarcity. You really were there and you really were you know, and then there was a shift. That's very helpful for me. We will probably talk more about that because you know, I better like to have you, as Clint was saying, make this experience yourself because I can just talk about it. Yeah. Which one? Oh, right. You mean with this guy talking to him yeah. on the phone? All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm in, in the building business, and uh, so this guy came up to me and said, well, you know, we have to do the impossible, and we start a project on the 1st of October, and it's a 1.2 million project with 10 uh, you know, units in it, and uh, we want to move in the 1st of March, so... I said, all right, so we made the contract and worked it all out. You have to build it, you know, renovate it. It's an old, you know, kind of castle there. And it's a whole renovation. R really. And you usually need, you usually need for doing this, you need about 10 to 12 months. So the only time we had was October, November, December, June, and February, five months. During winter time. All right, so I did create the whole thing and started it, and it started off very good. And I was talking on the phone to a guy to do the plastering on the outside. And I wanted him to, you know, do the job, and I wanted to, because we are doing it as a very commercial thing, set up with television and newspaper and, you know, editing, that they, you know, do it a little bit cheaper than normal, but, you know, half to twice as fast and cheaper. So I called this guy on the phone and I spoke to him and he said to me, look at impossible. That's not possible. It's impossible to do that project, in, you know, the plaster project in that time. And I said, listen, you know, I'm the guy, I'm a stand for making it. I said, I know. I know it's impossible. So we talk about it later, right? What would I do with that? You know, if I say, I know, you're right. But I'm the guy, and I'm st I'm a stand for, you know, creating the impossible. And if you want to be part of it, so you know, you're welcome to join. So he said, "Well, okay, okay." So I met him on the building side, and we finished it. We finished the whole thing, and he really looked at me and he said, "Meeting you now, I get that you really create the impossible." And this is, that's it, that's the story. So like coming up, say that's impossible, and then you make it possible. Can I highlight the three? Yeah, if you want to highlight the three. Just that um, the guy said that's impossible. And the first thing, this is an incredible technique, is that Bernard agreed. He agreed. So this is a law, it's a principle, it's a valuable tool to use when you're confronted by the machine. 
when another person's automatic mechanism responds to you, to what you're creating. So if you're going out creating, you always have this response. People will go, no, or they will go, you can't do that, or I can't do that, or you know, they will tell you, could you, could you do this? They'll say, I can't do that, or you say, they'll say, it's impossible. Nobody can do this. And the first thing that you do is you agree. You go, you're right, you know? You're right. That's true. That's really how it is. Because then what you've done is you've gone in their universe. But not entirely. You still have most of you in another universe. So you go into their universe and you agree. You say, you're right. It's true what you said. And you don't say, in your tiny little restricted, like, self-feeding universe, yeah, that's true, asshole, you don't say that. You say, because that's all they see. You say, yes, that's true. And then they go, then they meet with no resistance. They are met with no resistance. They're met with acceptance. So, so this works with kids, this works with your mother, this works with the police, this works everywhere. So, so you agree, you go, yes, it's totally, that's, that's true. It's really completely true. And then you create a possibility, create a little possibility. So you're in contact with them at that point. When you agree, you're in agreement. Star may speak about this tonight too, but when you agree, you are, you have created agreement. When you are in agreement, then you're in contact. So when you're in contact, then um, there, you know, you're, you know where their attention is. Do you know where your attention is? Do you know where their attention is? Then what you can do is you can shift because they're in contact with you and 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 their attention is, you're in agreement, like you're in the same place. Then if you move, they move with you. So if you create a po- if you create possibility in that universe then, then you're in a different universe and they're with you. But you shift into a new universe. So you agree say, yes, you're right. And you know what? And the way Bernard did it is Bernard said, but you know what? I'm a magician. I am a magician. So he's like shifting his identity. He's creating a possibility. The guy's going, huh? You're a magician. Yeah, I'm a magician. Yeah. I, I, I am the kind of guy who creates the impossible. I've, that's just my standard normal mode of operation, and it is a blast. I go into situations that are impossible, and I make the impossible happen. And it is totally cool. I mean, it blows people away. Like, I've done it hundreds of times, and I just like, that's what I do. That's the game we're playing here. We're playing the game of making the impossible possible. We're just doing impossible things here. Are you interested? Would you like to play? I mean, you might be able to learn how to do this yourself if you play with me and do this. Are you interested? So you're still not, it's not manipulation. You know what I mean? It's not you're doing it by force. It's by invitation. You're creating it like you're painting the picture of a new possibility for somebody. You're holding the door wide open. You're over there. You're in contact. It's safe for them to come there. All they have to do is say yes. So they say yes, and they're there. They're automatically out of their old. The whole universe that they were in before doesn't even exist for them anymore. They're in a totally new universe where they're standing in front of a magician who has, or a sorceress who has the capacity to create something out of nothing and to make the impossible possible, to do the impossible. And then, then from there, what's next? Yes, agree. It's like a word. 
Yeah, and from there in the new universe, it's obvious how to do it. it, it then it was details. It was simply details. It was timing. It was coordination. It was communication. It was um, and just bringing in whatever was necessary to make it possible, being whatever you have to do to make it happen. Yeah. About the songs, about the band gig. Do you want to talk about that? We, we moved to Little Rock like three weeks ago, and the first night we came here, um, yeah, the, like the first day I came here, it happened that I went down um, the basement in Terry's house, and I saw that there's this big studio of um, that Matt and Michael have with the drum set and everything, and I started playing with them. We had a little session, and then I came up and said, oh, that was